Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Emotional intelligence is not just one of my absolute favorite topics. It's also the foundation for great leadership. It really is wrapped into almost all of the leadership development work that I do. And this short podcast is going to give you an overview of the concept. I encourage you to read more about it to deepen your learning and your ability to use emotional intelligence to raise the bar on your approach to leadership. By way of laying a foundation for this discussion, it's important that we briefly review the significance of emotional intelligence. So here's my take on it in a nutshell. You can be brilliant, an absolute genius, and fail to excel in your career and in your life. I mean, you can have all the smarts in the world and not get very far. And the reverse is true. You can have average intellect, average education, and soar. I mean that you can have average smarts and excel professionally and personally. The distinguishing factor is emotional intelligence. That's the competency that I encourage you to work, to develop, and refine. I like the definition that Elizabeth Hutchison offers. She says, it's the ability to motivate oneself and persist in the face of frustrations, to control impulse and delay gratification to regulate one's moods and keep distress from swamping the ability to think, to empathize, and to hope. At its heart, it's a critical factor for leaders who want to shift attention from deficits to strengths. It gives these leaders a deeper understanding of human interactions. It helps them begin to focus their concerns on maximizing the human potential in the organization. The four commonly accepted components of emotional intelligence begin with self-awareness, the knowledge of who one is at the core. This includes knowing one's strengths, one's values, and one's vulnerabilities. Self-management, the next component, requires that we demonstrate self-control and the ability to regulate our behavior so that it's appropriate. This takes us to social awareness, the third component. Social awareness enables us to understand that the business environment, the world, is comprised of many different people with many different perspectives. Leaders demonstrating social awareness are able to develop comfort with the vast array of diversity present in the workplace and in the world. 
The final component is social skill. This is the ability to move social awareness into action. This is the skill that enables leaders to engage the workforce by knowing, respecting, and encouraging employees to deliver their best performance. It gives leaders comfort with eliciting other voices and integrating those perspectives. I really believe that mastering emotional intelligence paves the way for shifting the focus to strengths in the organization. I just can't say that enough. A strength, according to Tom Rath, author of StrengthsFinder 2.0, is a combination of a talent and an investment. A talent is a natural way of thinking, behaving, or possibly feeling. An investment is demonstrated by the time put into practice, skill development, and knowledge building. It's the combination of talent and investment that produces strengths. So tell me, I'm sure you're saying, Joanne, exactly what does emotional intelligence have to do with focusing on strengths? The relationship to emotional intelligence is that we have to be self-aware in order to identify our talents. It is the self-management that enables us to develop a thoughtful plan for investing in those talents. Leaders interested in building strengths throughout the organization use their social awareness to begin noticing the talents in others. They understand that each employee brings a unique array of gifts and talents that can potentially benefit the organization. Once the leaders have detected talents, they are able to use their social skill to guide employees to invest in their talents. This effort is a demonstration of a leader's commitment to investing in the organization through the utilization of its human capital. It's not enough for you to channel your emotional intelligence outward to develop strengths on your team. You've also got to turn it inward to discover and employ your own strengths. Model an approach that focuses on your strengths and those of others. Employees are often not accustomed to this concept, so they will need for you to be a credible role model. As I watch organizations that successfully use the strength-based model, I have noticed that when this approach becomes the norm for leaders, it cascades throughout the organization. There are three questions that guide the focus on developing strengths at the individual and organizational levels. You'll notice that they each require a high degree of emotional intelligence to answer thoughtfully. The questions are, first, what are my talents in any and every area of my life? Second, what am I willing to do to explore those talents and build them? That requires some intentionality of action. The third question, what are the strengths that I expect to emerge from the investment in exploring and building my talents? 
These questions provide a clear, simple framework for creating a strengths focus. Rather than addressing deficits, they intentionally focus on the buried goal in each individual. Yes, the buried goal. There are treasures buried in each of us. You'll demonstrate a sincere concern for employee development and organization development when you decide to guide people in developing their emotional intelligence. That gives them the foundation to focus on strengths. This is how you will build the bench in your organization. This is how you'll start creating a pipeline of highly competent people able to take on more responsibility. This is how you'll maximize individual and team performance. As we wrap up, remember that a focus on emotional intelligence is a focus on growth. It's a sincere, deep commitment to the type of personal and professional development that can only improve organizational health and effectiveness. Embrace your strengths and those of others. Don't just look to leverage your strengths at work. Use them in your personal life as well. Bring them to the forefront when you're volunteering in every aspect of your civic and community involvement. Use them in your relationships with your friends and your family. Make sure that you're consistently providing opportunities for employees to invest in their talents so that strengths become evident. Once they're evident, you're on your way to creating an environment where strengths are blended and employed to move the organization along the path of its most positive potential. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world. Thank you.